Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, Episode 2. Welcome back, guys. We've decided to do it again. The reception was really nice from all the viewers. that listened to it a couple hundred. And we're back with uh, Spidey Dude and more. Guys, say hello. Hey, guys. Hey, welcome hey. back. Glad to have you guys back. Did you guys enjoy the first one? Hopefully we've got the kinks worked out. We've got the audio working. Oh, yeah, maybe a little bit less rambling, a little more here in the sun. There you go. How about you? you what do you, what do you think? Uh, I loved it. it was, yeah. I, I got a kick out of it. Awesome. Well, as you can tell by the music, or if you can't, I'll mix it later. <laughs> Spider-Man's back in black. That's announced recently that uh, after the Iron Spider-Man costume, uh, he's going back to the fan-favorite black costume. I don't think he's been in it regularly since at least the 80s. Guys, who wants to tackle it first? More of you want to hit it? What do you think of Spidey going back in black? Well, uh, things can go a lot of different ways, really, because uh, right now we don't know much about it. As far as I know, they haven't announced what writer's doing it, have they? Uh, no, I imagine it's the regular three. I think it's gonna he's going to be in all all three titles in the black costume. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm honestly wondering if it might have something to do with the JMS and Joker Sada miniseries that they're supposed to do with the whole watershed moment deal. But yeah. it could be a really different thing, whether they won't tell us it's the symbiote, if he's going back to that cloth costume, they even said it might not be Peter Parker behind it, so uh, half of me wants to say this is JMS wrapping up his, the other thing, and it might be that under the black costume. Yeah. You know, I, 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 we've heard there's been rumors that JMS is leaving Amazing, but I just saw a newsarama that I, he, he hasn't announced the date he's leaving. He's leaving Fantastic Four, but I, I don't think he's touching uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Playing on leaving yeah, that's the problem I've had, is yeah. people kept telling me that Wizard said that he's only got one more arc left after Civil War and everything, right. but on the internet I've seen nothing about it, so yeah. I'll trust that maybe he only has a little bit left in him, but I'll wait to hear the actual time. Yeah. Spidey Dude, thoughts on Spidey back, back in black? Well, you know, I'm excited. Uh, I remember when I was younger, uh, reading uh, back then, just adjectiveless uh, Spider-Man number right. 13, where he got the cloth costume, and uh, I, I really enjoyed it, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, going back and getting the trades and stuff like that. So it's going to be very interesting, I think. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm thinking maybe, I'm, I'm hoping it's not a foreshadowing of uh, him and Mary Jane splitting up, but who knows? Yeah. yeah, if I remember correctly, she's not a fan of the black costume because of, yeah. I guess, issue 300 of Amazing, where she got attacked by Venom. So you know that, you know, it may be the symbiote who may be tying in Spider-Man 3 somehow. Um, Probably. But, uh, you know, I, I prefer the black costume over the iron, but my still the favorite is the red, red and blue. I wish you'd go back to that. You know, what do you guys think on that? Favorite I'm, costume. <laughs> I've actually gotten to love the iron spider costume a oh, lot, really. really. Um, especially from the time it debuted, I thought it was ridiculous. But, I don't know, it's just kind of grown on me. The black costume was great, too, and yeah. I'm sure I love the old red and blues. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all a conspiracy it's, to sell action figures. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> You know, sometimes when you're looking at something new, the old ones will start to look boring for a little while, so it's nice to change it up and then go back to the old ones and remind us why we liked them. Yeah. Spidey Dude, what's your thoughts? Favorite costume? Uh, my favorite costume has to be the Bagman costume. That is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yeah. These days, they don't really make paper sacks anymore for uh, <laughs> superheroes, you know? Pro- you probably have to run around in the plastic, then you'd pass out. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they make an action figure of Bagman? That'd be funny. I, I'd, I'd collect it. 
You know, they could still make it Marvel Legends. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Marvel Legends Bagman. Bagman. Coming to a supermarket near you to uh, fix up your groceries. The yeah. <laughs> only Marvel yeah. Legends I have is Blade, but I would buy a Bagman. Uh, man, I... Here, to go off on a tangent, uh, I'm a Marvel Legends collector. I, I'm scouring the Walmarts as we speak. I'm one, of, <laughs> I'm one of those 30-year-old guys in the toy aisle <laughs> looking under cupboards to find a variant. <laughs> oh, I yeah. thought about collecting them, but I knew I would just not stop yeah. until my money was all gone. Yeah, Spidey, dude, you a Marvel Legend collector? I, I do sometimes. I saw a variant last night when I was going to get that hard drive. Yeah. And, uh, which which variant? <laughs> It was it was a, the uh, Kingpin Daredevil two pack where oh, yeah. uh, Kingpin was in black and uh, Daredevil was unmasked. Yeah. I almost I almost bought it. I, I, I didn't. Confession, <laughs> I did. I bought the regular too. <laughs> did you really? I did. I, I bought all those. I'm I'm currently on the lookout for Marvel uh, Legend Abomination and the Onslaught series. So still trying to get uh-huh. all that set. That's a really cool set. But you know what? We're going off on a tangent, and the message board says we have to stick to task. <laughs> All right, you guys, anything, any other comments about uh, Back in Black? You guys looking forward to it? Yeah, looking forward to it a lot. Okay. Can't wait. All right, another topic uh, suggested on our message board was uh, the various animated series that Spider-Man's been over, been in. Uh, let's talk a bit about that. Uh, I guess we can start with the 1960s. Thoughts on the, uh, the original 60s? Have you guys seen that one? I've got to confess, I've never seen one episode. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I've seen only a couple of episodes, but looking back right now, it's so it's so hokey. But then you got to realize that this, that was cutting edge technology back then. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, it kind of set it kind of set a new bar. So it, it, and for some nostalgia nostalgia's sake, it's yeah. absolutely fantastic. But yeah, I, it, it's hard to watch. I mean, when I was like seven or eight, I had some VHS copies of that show, and I watched it, and man, I was fascinated with it. But you know, as a 30-year-old guy, it just doesn't do it for me. But mainly because he, he swings, it's kind of like an old Western. Spider-Man swings by the same rock. He swings by the same skyline every episode. There's always <laughs> like a two-minute montage of Spider-Man swinging by the same <laughs> building with some jazzy background. But you know what? It had character, so I, I, I'd, give, I'd give it a thumbs up for the time, you know. So. And, the, and the, uh, the theme song is timeless. Yeah. True, you, yeah. true. A little-known fact about that theme song uh, for Spider-Man 2, uh, the movie, if you guys watched until the credits, uh, Michael Buble uh, redid the Spider-Man uh, animated series TV show song uh, in a big band kind of swing style, and it's very cool. But it was not included on the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack, which I'm kind of shocked about. But Well, you know, on the Spider-Man 1 soundtrack, they had a, what I thought was a really terrible version of Aerosmith. Yeah, Aerosmith it. doing it, yeah. Oh, God. Any, any yeah. suggestions for what band should cover it next in 3? That seems like it's a recurring theme. Hopefully somebody does it well this time. That's all I ask. <laughs> I thought Buble did it well. You know? <laughs> that wasn't here. I'll give you that. Well, you know what? I'll put a little clip of it in this podcast. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches thieves just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, buddy. It's the next Spider-Man. Well, it wasn't an animated show, but it was his uh, uh, TV show that lasted, what, 12 episodes on CBS? The 70s live action? Yeah, the 70s live action. Thoughts on that one? 
Um, I've only seen the movie that started it off, which was, yeah. you know, really all I needed to see. <laughs> it's, uh, I actually liked the actor of Spider-Man. I thought he was yeah. a good Peter Parker, but overall I thought it was just that really cheesy, ridiculous 70s stuff. Yeah. <laughs> because the uh, villain in the movie was, what, some kind of a 70s guru type? Well, I, I think it was involving mind control. That's the only one I remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although it. if they released it on DVD, I'd probably buy it just for the... The uh, the cheesiness of it. So hey, I've got it on VHS. <laughs> yeah, I I remember taping them back in the day, back in the eighties. Uh, a couple obscure facts people may not know. Um, I think I I'm not sure if she played Gloria Grant in the live action seventy uh, show, uh, but you know Kim Fields from uh, Facts of Life, that played Tootie. You know the gir- the. Tootie, am I am I going too back far too for you? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you might be. Uh, anyway, Tootie from Facts of Life, her mom played Gloria Grant in the '70s Spider-Man show. The little obscure fact. <laughs> and also, the the guy who played Peter Parker, Nicholas Hammond, was in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. He was one of the little kids. So, I'm sure all these teenagers that are listening have no clue what BD's talking about on the. Yeah, team. I had. Uh, <laughs> I at least heard of the fact of life. Now you're totally lost. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Moving on after that terrible bit of trivia. <laughs> uh, what, what's the next one, guys? I guess he had a, he had a couple at the same time. He had a, the 80s Spider-Man show, I guess, was syndicated. I didn't really see that one. And at the same time, he also had Spider-Man and his amazing friends with Firestar and Iceman. Thoughts on those two, guys? <laughs> what's your thoughts on those those two shows, guys? Um, well, you know, I, uh, I've been watching it on ABC Family, uh-huh. and it, you know, the uh, video game villain was absolutely hokey. <laughs> I just started laughing, because, you know, he's completely two-dimensional, and, yeah. he, you know, he's, uh, <laughs> he was just so hokey, it was great. What was his name, uh, Vid, uh Vid, Vidman, or what was it, what was his name? Yeah, uh, he appeared in the, uh, recent, uh, Spider-Man Family comic, mm-hmm. somewhere around here. I can't. I don't remember where it's at, but I think yeah, it's Video um, Man or something. I'm not sure. But, it might be. Yeah, it was. It was. Again, when you're seven or eight, that stuff rocks. <laughs> something that was wonderfully imposing in the '80s. Yes, and you know, I, I actually have a T-shirt of uh, Spider-Man's Amazing Friends I wear about, and, and it's be, you'd be surprised how many people come up and say, you know, I used to watch that show in the '80s on mm-hmm. back in the day. More. What's your thoughts on that show? Uh, I've not seen a whole lot of it, but what I've seen is just. You know, good fun, really. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. My my favorite one is uh, The Seven Little Superheroes, where, oh, what, I think it was the chameleon or somebody abducted a whole bunch of Marvel heroes, and it was like the first time you saw them in animation form. It was like Captain America and Doctor Strange and hmm. I think Shanna. Remember Shanna? She's really? like Kazar's wife. I think she was <laughs> in it, too, come to think of it. Well, yeah. Nice yeah. Evidently, she got past the FCC <laughs> regulations. So. Any little TNA for the kids' cards? Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's why I liked it back in the young age. <laughs> Help me through puberty. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, what was the What was the next one? I guess um, the '90s cartoon. The '90s cartoon. Yeah. Tackle that one, guys. What do you think of that one? Thoughts on on it? Uh, well, the uh, '90s cartoon was, you know, when I was. A lot younger, so that was what actually got me into Spider-Man. So yeah. I love that cartoon. I saw every episode, probably taped them all. Yeah. Got me into Blade and Morbius first. It was great. Yeah, I thought it was a little uh, closer. I mean, it wasn't totally true to his uh, 
comic book origins and stuff like that, and the various hobgoblins and green goblins. But you know what? I guess that was the one that was closest to the original source material, yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. tying everything together, even if it didn't, you know, totally go along with the comics. They made everything kind of make sense together. Yeah. They well, yeah. Go ahead. There's a reason. There's a reason for uh, the uh, the hobgoblin was first. Um, the producers had already signed on the toy line, and uh, Hobgoblin was in the toy line, so they already they had when uh, John Simper came in, he had to do Hobgoblin, and he was yeah. not happy about it, but he did it anyway. And then he made it tie into uh, to Norman Osborn, of course, uh, on the series. So, I, I guess I missed that episode. Did they establish that the Hobgoblin was second and a few ways down the line? Is that what they did, or uh, no? They just go ahead, Mark. Uh, if I remember right, they had um, they explained that Norman Osborn was the one that gave the Hobgoblin his technology and costume, and it was kind of hanging up when this green gas came out and turned uh, him into the green goblin. It also strangely mutated the Hobgoblin costume into uh, the green goblin costume. And I hate it when that green gas comes out. You know, I try to avoid that. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, yeah, you know what? Uh, uh, the animated series, I thought it was good. Uh, I, I wish, because, you know, it was like, it was kind of like a soap opera. It would be like, uh, I guess maybe the title was Fathers and Sons, episode four or five, which doesn't make any sense to me that they don't release that in season sets on DVD. Oh. I don't understand that. They release like five or six episodes clumped together. and, and, and Well, and they're going to have a real problem when uh, Spider-Man 3 comes out, because for every other one they've released a set with the villain, but they've already released a Venom set, and yeah. Sandman was not in that cartoon. Yeah, you know, I, w- I really wish... That, you know, they've done it right with the uh, the 67 animated series. They released mm-hmm. that as a season set. They did the Fantastic... I'm talking about Disney. Disney released the Fantastic Four animated series as a box set, so they should hit their biggest property, which is Spider-Man. I don't understand. That next man from the 90s. Yes. I, I, I'd buy both those. I'd even buy the uh, Spider-Man Unlimited series that I never even saw an episode of that lasted, what, a total of three minutes on air? What? Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> well, well, well I have it. Go ahead, Spidey Dude. If you haven't seen any episodes of it, that's probably why you'd buy it. Trust me. Yeah. Spidey Dude, what were you saying? It was 12 episodes. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, it actually lasted uh, half a season. Well, they actually pulled it mid-season, and then they finally, at the beginning of the, uh, like in May, they finally started showing the last of the episodes. They never did see the last two episodes. Uh, but didn't they, if, I, the if memory serves, I think they pulled it after two or three episodes. Is that right? And then, like, maybe hey. ran it during the summer or something? Yeah, I think that's what they did. Yeah. I guess even Fox is like, man, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've we only got a couple more left. We've got uh, the uh, MTV show that uh, they did, all CGI. Thoughts on that yeah. one, guys? Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I did yeah. enjoy it. Uh, it. It Rob Zombie as a lizard was kind of weird, but <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Uh, but it was very well done. I uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't a big fan of the Spider-Man stuff was fantastic. I just wasn't a big fan of the uh, the artwork on the uh, as the uh, like the Peter Parker characters and stuff. Yeah, the Peter Parker characters. And yeah, stuff. and it was kind of weird having Doogie Howser as the uh, as the voice of Peter Parker. Yeah, I, I expected him to write in a blog at the end of the show every episode. You know, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the old Doogie Howser show. So, uh, more. What's your thoughts on that show? I've got to be honest, I didn't really give it a chance because <laughs> I saw the uh, the animation and I just cannot stand that whole 
I'm looking at a video game style of TV. Yeah. So I really didn't watch hardly any of the episodes because I couldn't stand to look at it. So I formed a terrible opinion about it, <laughs> but to be fair, I didn't give it much of a chance. Yeah, I, I, I bought the DVD set. That's an act, another Spider-Man set that they actually did right. They released it as season sets. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I agree with the Spidey dude. The, uh, the Spider-Man stuff rocked. I mean, he was swinging through the city like you've never seen. And, and uh, I liked that they brought the Silver Sable in. And But, again, I agree that the uh, the Peter Parker stuff just kind of sucked. You know, he was in that same black shirt. What, wasn't he in purple pants like the Hulk? Or maybe I'm, yeah. I'm thinking something <laughs> else. I mean, why do animated characters have purple pants? I don't know. Do you guys pull purple pants out of the closet? <laughs> yeah. I like only the Hulk and the lizard because yeah. they pull off the purple pants. <laughs> you have to be big and green. Yeah, big and, <laughs> and... Well, if you have some green gas to tie it all in, uh, <laughs> maybe you won't clash. Anyway, well, that was a stretch backwards. Uh, I guess the future we can talk about, it's been announced that... Uh, I guess Sony, uh, who produces the Spider-Man movie, is going to start uh, releasing direct the DVD uh, Spider-Man uh, animated series episodes. Like, I think 13 are planned. What are your thoughts on that, guys? I think that requires just a little bit too much faith on my part to tell me to pay for it before I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know anything about this show yet. I haven't seen any screenshots at all. Mm-hmm. really heard at all where they're going. If, it, if they were putting it on TV... Mm-hmm. I would absolutely check it out, but I'm going to have to be a lot more wary when they're asking me to lay that money for it right up front. Well, it's kind of like the the way they're doing the Ultimate Avengers DVDs, you know? Yeah. That, instead of releasing, like, 13 episodes uh, as a season set, they're making you pay $13 for one episode, which lasts 90 minutes. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. That, uh, that Ultimate Avengers was kind of... The first one was all right. The second one left a lot to be desired. I don't know if you guys rented that yet or saw it. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it, but yeah. you know, I, just, I was worried about watering down Mark Miller's much more adult kind of stories. Well, I mean, they kind of did, and and the ending with with the big fight with the Hulk was awesome, but you know, <laughs> Spidey dude, you, what, your two cents on the direct-to-DVD market? Um, well, I don't know. It, it, like uh, Morbius said, he he uh, he pretty much hit the nail on the head. I mean, how many people are going to go out there? And actually pay for it when they could have made a lot more money, you know, doing it later on and showing it on TV, yeah. and you know, seeing if they were doing it right. Because I mean, you're going to be wasting all this money, and then if you don't make any money, mm-hmm. if you say that somebody doesn't like the first one or a group of people don't like the first one, mm-hmm. and then you don't sell all that much for the second, like the second set, then what are you going to do then? Yeah. You just waste all this money. So, mm-hmm. well, I, I I'll think- check it out. I think if you put Spider-Man in a box, somebody's going to buy it, like myself. Good point there. Yeah, you know, uh, they make their money. I, th- I think Cartoon Network has uh, started airing these Marvel movies, so they get they get their money from television for they air it like a movie. So they'll get their money that way. Yeah. But again, if people don't like what they see, I don't think they'll get the 13 episodes. So, all right. All right. What were you we seeing the new Fantastic Four? Yeah, yeah, let's discuss that a little bit. Um, I, I uh, set a timer for it. I record every week. I, I thought the first one was so-so, where he, yeah. uh, Johnny Storm was in judgment. The Doom one was okay. I, I didn't the, see the Doom one. The, the animation is very anime. Yeah, that's why I didn't even give it a chance, really. I can't stand anime. Yeah. What, what's your thoughts on Spidey Dude? Uh, I enjoyed the uh, first episode. I haven't seen any episodes since, because yeah. I had to return my DVR. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Dish Network's uh, after you, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, actually, it was cable. I think I'm fixing to switch to Dish in December, so... Uh.
but nevertheless, it was kind of what I saw uh, was really good. I just had, I didn't get the chance to watch the damn episode. And I, I, thought, kinda, I thought they nailed the Things voice. The Things pretty good. Uh, things fantastic. R- Reed and Sue, I'm not sure. I think Johnny's voice is okay. But yeah. Reed and Sue, I don't know about that. But mm-hmm. uh, one thing I don't like about anime that I I don't I guess it's a personal preference. I don't like when a guy's getting ready to fight another guy and they rush towards each other and then they their bodies are still but the background is all flashing movement like they're in midair <laughs> like they're going to swing at each other. Just wait for it, wait for it. Here comes a punch. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, wh- what the heck? <laughs> I I don't get that part. You know that I could stand if I thought the figures looked any good at all, probably. But yeah. I couldn't stand the drawing style. Same well, way with manga. Yeah, evidently. Well, we're we're all American guys, and we <laughs> we we like our, with the exception of the Transformers, we like our animation. <laughs> <laughs> Old school, yeah. I guess. All right, you guys ready to move on to the Spider Marriage? Absolutely. All right, I guess. We had that image uh, that uh, circulated the internet that uh, Spider-Man embracing the grave of Mary Jane Watson, uh, costume all in tatters, and and he's hugging the graves, implying that Mary maybe Mary Jane died. And I guess in a Newsarama article they questioned Joey Q and asked him if that uh, uh, is true, and he, he kind of avoided the question. So. Um, Guys, do you think uh, the marriage is a good thing? I know you guys are single. I'm married. What, what's um, your thoughts on a, a superhero getting married? Before addressing the uh, marriage thing in general, they actually did finally come out and officially say what that image was from. Oh, they did. I thought, yeah, I thought Joey it, Q had like 17 different answers for that one. He did, but after yeah. that, there's um, they kind of said it quietly on Marvel.com. Mm. If you notice, there's a part that talks about uh, Care Andrews out of continuity miniseries Spider-Man Reign. Uh-huh. And it turns out that's a cover from one of the issues of Spider-Man Reign. Ah, I see. Okay. So it's out of continuity anyway. <laughs> well, it, I, he, Joey Q played that up, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he? He's really good at the spin machine. Oh, yeah. Even if I hate him sometimes, no he's doubt. really good at what he does. Yep. So uh, what's your thoughts yeah. on the Spider-Man? Do you think it should continue or kill off the redhead? <laughs> I absolutely think it should continue. And yep. I'm actually going to be one of the ones that's very ticked off if it doesn't. Because... Mm-hmm. On the one hand, I can kind of see Joe Q's point about, well, you know, we've had to marry for so long, and how many stories can you do with a married Peter Parker that you can't with a single Peter Parker? Mm-hmm. But um, because I realize he's talking about all these stories about dating and the single life and trying to relate it to young people and everything. Right. But uh, the fact is, there's really a lot of stories you can do with a married Peter Parker yeah. that you can't do with a single Peter Parker, not so much because he's Spider-Man, but just as an actual, relatable, married person. Yeah. Because let's face it, there's a lifetime of stories for a married person. Yeah, no kidding. You can vouch for that. Yeah. (laughs) Talk about the mortgage man coming to attack you, or the electric (laughs) man coming to collect his bills. That's what a married man has to tackle. (laughs) I always really always liked the way the stories are, the way the dynamic is with Mary Jane in there. I think she's a great character, and she does some great things for him. And... A good writer always flashes onto that and does a good job with it. It's really a sign of a weak writer when they don't know what to do with it. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Spidey, dude, your thoughts? Uh, they have Ultimate Spider-Man for a single Spider-Man. Give me the yeah. uh, married Spider-Man in their regular continuity. Yeah. And good point. That, I mean, I mean, that the marriage has been around, you know, for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You're taking away 20 years of continuity when you 
terminate the marriage in some way, form, or fashion. Yeah. And you can't just sweep it under the rug. It's, it's something that there's so many books out there, almost almost as many books as there were without a married by a man. So, yeah. you know, you have to look at it. It was a natural progression, just mm-hmm. like the, uh, I thought, him becoming a father was a natural progression with his character. Mm-hmm. I mean, most every man want to get married. Most mm-hmm. every man want to uh, get have a family, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and that's my opinion on it. So, I, I I'll agree with the marriage. Uh, I think it's a good thing. Uh, Mary Jane is too important of a character to dump, uh, just kill her off. I, I mean, they tried that in Burns Run. They tried to blow her up in a plane, said a stalker <laughs> was falling. Didn't work. The fans said that sucks. Burn, you suck. <laughs> so that didn't work. I mean, um, they. I guess you could go. The Gwen Stacy era was a little bit before my time, before I started reading Spider-Man, but I've since read up on them. But, uh, you know, it was kind of a love triangle between Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane, and uh, I guess it was she was a disposable character, I guess, you know, that yeah, the writers could do that. So, But, you know, we've married him. If they do like a House of M thing where he forgets he's married, that sucks, because every <laughs> issue the viewer, the readers are going to be like, you're married, dude. What are you making out with Black Cat for? <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. waiting for him to wake up. He's going to be sitting yeah. off in La La Land. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a wall that they've backed themselves into, but it's not a wall I don't think many people are complaining except the editors at Marvel. I mean, I don't see many I Hate Mary Jane threads on our message board. Do you guys? <laughs> no, no. And Spidey did make a good point. Yeah. Um, with the Ultimate Spider-Man being single and everything, because if they're not going to outright kill Mary Jane or, you know, do some kind of memory thing, then she's probably going to be around and there will be some tension, with which Bendis, I've seen, do pretty well in Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. So then you're getting into the point of retreading out of things that we've already got on the stand, and that's just dumb. So for the loyal message board uh, readers, in case you're noticing, more just complimented Ultimate Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> You hate uh, that book, dude. What's up? <laughs> did, uh, did the green gas affect you? They <laughs> <laughs> put Morbius in it and won me over, I have to admit. Oh, dude. <laughs> I still don't like the ones before the Morbius thing, but the ones I've read since then are... It took 95 good. issues to get you to the good <laughs> side. That's hilarious. Uh, Spidey, dude, your thoughts? Uh, the redhead. <laughs> well, on the redhead, just on general? Uh, I mean, well, do, you, do you think the... The editors are the ones that are calling for her death more than the fans. The fans, Dicker, I think. Yeah, the fans have been supportive. Yeah. All, all the fans I've seen. And there's some that are in the minority, but the majority of people do not want to see this character die. Don't, they don't want to see this character leave. Yeah. They, they've they gotten to fall in love with the character. Mm-hmm. And so, like Morbius said, it takes a really weak writer like, uh, oh, I don't know, Howard Mackey, who, uh, you know, they said <laughs> that was, the marriage was hard to write, but, you know... It takes the sign of a real weak writer to to not be able to do that. Yeah. So P- poor Howard Mackey. <laughs> I was actually, I think, one of the only sites that ever interviewed him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that interview we did a couple of years ago with Howard Mackey. You know, I, I feel I feel sorry for him. You know, he he was in charge of two titles. The editorials wanted him to uh, go a certain way. They wanted to make Spider-Man younger by killing off or making Mary Jane disappear. But, you know, his stuff with Romita Jr. back on the Peter Parker Spider-Man title, I thought was strong. I thought that I stuff like was that good. I that, too. Yeah. And to tell you yeah. the truth, I know he's not a bad writer because I thought he did some great stuff with the second volume of Ghost Rider. 
Yes, the vi- I I really dug that first maybe first ten issues of the, the '90s Ghost Rider that kicked until yeah, they started spinning off the 15 titles. <laughs> it was a really fun dynamic though when they had uh, Johnny Blaze standing next to Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. even though you know I wasn't a big fan of Dan Catch. It was just really fun to get those two characters together. Yeah, that you know, and I think he did a good job with that. Mackie gets a bum rap, I think, but uh, I I think the I. I guess you want to hit on Chapter 1 a little bit. I know this isn't uh, uh, scheduled, but you want to hit <laughs> Chapter 1 a little bit. You know, that's that's kind of uh, a Marvel attempt to make the kid Spider-Man younger. I think it failed. I mean, <laughs> Burn on his message board will say, well, it sold a lot more than any other piece of crap running today, but what do you guys think of Chapter 1, Spider-Man Chapter 1? I guess maybe it's a six-year-old title now. Honestly, I've worried it like the plague. <laughs> I've heard so many bad things about it that I refuse to drop any money on it. Yeah. Morb, did you read it? That was me. Did oh, I read I'm it? sorry, Morb. <laughs> Spidey dude, did you read it? Yeah, I read it. I actually bought it when it came out. Uh, I, it was interesting if it was like an alternate universe title. But like my, me and my dad, I gave it to my dad to read it. and He was absolutely appalled by it, man. <laughs> He's like, they're screwing everything up, you know. Yeah. And uh, and the more I read it and the more I looked at it, I was like, wow, this is absolutely abysmal. Yeah. I mean, the art and the lettering was terrible. Um, the coloring was meh. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, the artwork was okay, but the writing was terrible. So the only good yeah. thing to buy it for would be artwork. Yeah. You know. But, um, you know, John Byrne, I, I like him when he has an inker. Like Terry Austin... <laughs> Is usually his inker. He does a lot of what uh, Burn inks himself. It just does not look good. And I think he has a different kind of style these days. It's not like his style uh, when he was on Uncanny X Men. Because when he was on Uncanny, I thought that was awesome. And Fantastic Four in the 80s, that stuff was awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah so, he's classic at that stuff. Yeah. Uh, you guys ready to move on to book and DVD recommendations? Yeah, we uh, probably should for those. Yeah, I'm looking. At, needed to wrap it up. Yeah, I'm looking at the time. We're 29 <laughs> minutes in. I think F and Spider-Man says, "Shut up, wrap it up." I'm in my truck. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, F and Spider-Man. <laughs> Indeed we do. Indeed we do. Uh, who wants to go first? Book or DVD recommendations? Zach, go ahead. Take it away. Okay, man. Uh, no DVDs this week or oh, uh, this month, um, but I do recommend. I did get the trade paperback. Uh, Spider-Man Cosmic Adventures, which is about 15, 20 years old. Oh, man, good and book. I, I enjoyed it, that. It is a fantastic book. I recommend anybody that can get it online. I actually got it for half price, uh-huh. which was nice. And then I went out and bought uh, Amazing Fantasy 16 through 18 of the uh, supposedly the original volume that came out in the 90s. Another good book by Busick. Yes, it was. Very yeah. good. Uh, I enjoyed all that. I and it's got you know, painted, painted interiors, too, doesn't it? I remember yes, it does. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. Uh, more. What's your, what are you reading or watching this month? Well, uh, I'm mostly waiting for birthday cards to start rolling in and buy some new ones. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> until then, I've been I've been rewatching Rescue Me season one uh-huh. this week, and um, yeah, I'd recommend to anybody the first two seasons of Rescue Me on DVD because mm-hmm. they are some of the absolute best, totally character-driven drama I've ever seen. It's not. You, know, you don't have your big mythology and revelations like a bunch of the other shows, a lot of that big action, except when there's a fire once in a while. It's just, 
it does a really good job at following the characters and making that the entire point and driving force of the story. Is that, I like uh, that a lot. Is that Dennis Leary's show? It is, it is. Yeah. Dennis Leary's Firefighting and Rescue Me show. Um, I don't know if many people have seen it, but one of my favorite Dennis Leary movies is The Ref. Have you guys seen The Ref? I have seen that. Oh, I love that movie. I love The Ref. Him Dennis and Kevin Leary Spacey. and Kevin Spacey. Man. Yeah, that's a that's great a, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's not, Kevin, uh, Kevin Spacey's not scared of Dennis Leary with the gun, but he's scared of his wife. <laughs> with her mouth. Love that movie. A very underrated movie. Uh, one disclaimer I, I have to put on yeah. my uh, recommendation, though, is when they release season three on DVD, don't bother. I was saw that on FX, and it was just really terrible. Really? <laughs> yeah, that it sucks. took a nosedive in quality. Wow. Uh, what am I reading this month? Uh, I bought a Lost Season 2 on DVD. Mm, Gr- granted, I, I watched it first run, but you know what? I prefer watching that show on DVD. Instead of watching it, uh, we uh, watch it one week and then wait three months and then another new episode comes on and then you wait another two weeks. And well, have you heard about the new format they're doing? Season two? Yeah, they're they're doing uh, I guess six weeks at a time, taking mm-hmm. off, then coming back in February and and new from February to May. So I'm I'm mm-hmm. glad that they're doing that. So well, except it means absolutely no loss from November to February, which is gonna kill me. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm on like the second disc of uh, season two of Lost, and really digging it. You know, it's you you see new stuff every time you watch that show, so it's it's yeah, a good show. I enjoy that one a lot. And book wise, what I something I'm going to add to the masses that everybody's been uh, raving about. I I finished this uh, hardcover this week, Marvel Zombies. Have you guys read that? I have not. I've heard all the good things about it. Oh my gosh, that book. It's awesome. <laughs> I avoid I avoided buying the singles. I usually am more of a, a single issue buyer, but when I saw this uh, solicitation for the first issue, I'm like, Spidey as a as a fam- uh, zombie, I'm good. I'll pass. But then <laughs> I heard nothing but good things, like uh, Spidey Dude did, and um, I bought the trade, and it is hilarious. It's a very very funny book, and. It ties into the Ultimate Fantastic Four storyline with the, the Fantastic Four zombies. So that's a funny book. But I think a lot of people already know about that book. So I'm going to give you uh, two for the price of one. The book that not many people are reading uh, is called Beyond. It has Spider-Man in it. And it's for, it's only on issue two, which I've read. And it's kind of a uh, follow-up to the first Secret War. I mean, the Beyonder allegedly is back. He gathered a whole bunch of heroes into one of his little ships, and he transported, uh, let me see, Spider-Man, the Venom slash Scorpion, uh, Henry Pym, the Wasp, the Hood from the old uh, Hood miniseries in the Max line, and, oh, there's another one I'm forgetting, but very cool book. uh, I'm really digging that. I read issue two last night. If you are going yeah, didn't the Beyonder go like cosmically crazy and get locked in some woman's body and serious? <laughs> yeah, he uh, Secret War Two. I think he took the form of Captain America, only with black hair, <laughs> <laughs> and he discovered Earth. But I, they, they really haven't shown the Beyonder in, in Beyond, at least at issue two. It's just a, a mysterious voice saying, "I'm the Beyonder," yeah. blah blah blah. And it, what and I've heard is that uh, it's probably. There's some mystery surrounding who that actually is and beyond because yeah. apparently there was a Thanos miniseries that ended in such a way that that can't be the Beyonder. Uh, well, it, 
It should be interesting. I'm enjoying it, and it's uh, got great artwork by, uh, I think his last name's Collins. Scott Collins or something? Not Collins. Good gosh. <laughs> Collins. <laughs> his artwork's the shit. <laughs> oh, great. Now I'm going to have fun. Now I'm going to have to say this has explicit language in it. This is the first time, and the damn host, I just cussed again. <laughs> and I've been writing my language. Yeah, already. no doubt. Oh. All right, we can cuss 35 minutes in now. Nobody's listening. Good point. All right, guys, you ready to wrap it up? Uh, any final thoughts? Uh, we're 35 minutes in. It's about the average length that we did last time. Uh, more bunch you wrap it up soon closing comments or anything about you want to plug or talk about the board or anything? Oh, uh, let's see. Taking a quick thought. Uh, I'll take a quick plug for a movie that nobody's seen, actually. Okay. Um, movie on DVD called Stay stars Ewan McGregor is a psychiatrist trying to figure out what the heck's going on with Ryan Gosling as reality starts to break down around him. Some really cool directing. But the guy's directed Finding Neverland and Monsters Ball. Uh, written by the guy that wrote 25th Hour and Troy, and he's writing the Wolverine script. And it's just a really good movie that nobody saw last year, so check that out. All right. Uh, anything on the board you guys want to talk about that you wanted to look for? Or did you, did you guys like the new uh, banner image that I put up there? It's kind of the oh, I love it. Spider-Man iPod. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Great. Yeah, I, I, I was great. seeing if there's any Spider-Man iPods out. I'm, I'm thinking about getting one. Speaking of images, a couple things you guys can look forward to uh, for site updates. I've found, uh, again, some more Spider-Man pictures that I'm going to add to the image gallery, so you guys can check that out. I think I, uh, in my last scouring of the Internet, I found at least 50 <laughs> that I'm going to add oh, wow. to the image uh, collection. So uh, hopefully my bandwidth doesn't get eaten up with all these young kids looking at my Spider-Man and Mary Jane, uh, especially my Mary Jane pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, it's been fun As you can tell by the theme song Or you can't, I'll mix it later <laughs> I, the, Our closing things guys, our, The closing theme is the Incredible Hulk TV show If you're wondering what that sound is So guys, thank you for another Great podcast And we'll see you next month for episode 3 Bye guys Bye bye